Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today we continue our podcast series drawn from the Nature of Freedom collections on Brilliant TV. There are seven collections total in this series, each with about 12 or more episodes. Collection titles include It's Over, Something Got Finished Before You Got Started, The Marvelous Way God Works, Discovering Uncounters and Getting Unstuck, and more. We'll be featuring portions of Graham's content from these collections over the ensuing months, so stay tuned with us each episode of the podcast for the next installment. You can also find out more about each episode in this series by checking the description below. I'll put info and links there for you for each episode. You'll also find a link to the Nature of Freedom book that Graham wrote, which this BTV collection series is based out of. All right, on to Graham. Enjoy, be blessed, and rest in the rich love that the Father has for you and the affections of Jesus towards you, which never end. Welcome to our devotional mentoring series, where we're continuing to explore God's nature of freedom. This week, we're going to discover all that he has for us in the last part of his letter, which is entitled, It's Over, Something Got Finished Before You Started. You may begin to notice that you're experiencing these episodes a little differently now. From your comments and questions, we're seeing a joyful anticipation rising and a real sense of expectation in who God is for you. And that makes Jesus smile. Because we're exploring God first, you're growing in your understanding and experience of who he desires to be for you and in you. All exploration is meant to begin in him. It's why I love the question, who do you want to be for me now, Lord, that you couldn't be at any other time? It's probably one of my favorite questions. It's always our starting point. What is he initiating in our experience of him? Like a much-loved child, simply ask, Lord, what are you doing in me in this particular moment? And just wait until you hear. You're, you're weaving in and out of everyday moments, recognizing his presence more and more, responding to his initiatives, being aware and growing in your sense of how delighted he is to be with you in everything. It remains a process, one that you'll be experiencing for weeks and months. But you're learning to make it about him before you make it about you. And that's a game changer. So be encouraged. Celebrate all your discoveries because he is celebrating them also. It's not a race of speed. It's a journey of intimacy. And every step you take is valuable to him and so to us. So let's continue to explore who he wants to be for us in a way that we've never seen him before today. Let's take a deep breath and allow our hope and expectation to rise. I want you to be confident in his faithfulness. Love his joy that strengthens. Receive his peace that settles your heart and overwhelms any old anxieties. His love never fails, never tires, never fades. 
And his kindness, oh my goodness, his kindness. He is the kindest person I've ever met. For more years than I can count, I've known his kindness every day of my life. I can't remember a day where I didn't encounter his kindness and his goodness. And on the days where my mind has not been renewed to the new creation I am in Christ, it has been his kindness that has whispered in my ear, great, what are you doing? Son, you can't do that because this is who you are in me. I've got plans, son. Plans to do you good all the days of your life. Plans and hopes for your future that all may have a good outcome in me. So let's put that lesser perception or mindset aside and let me show you the gift of myself that I have for you. That's what God is really, really like. Not just for a few of us, but for all of us. Listen what he wrote to you in this part of his letter and it's about being present past and present future. Let me read this to you. Present past and present future. Do you believe what I believe about you being in Christ now? When you think of the old self, you must use the past tense and not the present. Our language is clear. You have been buried. You have been united with him in death. Your old self was crucified. The body of sin was done away with. The one who has died, that's you, is now free. Beloved, it makes no sense for me to be sin conscious if my son has destroyed sin by his death. I am single-minded about you loving holiness. I trust the sacrifice of my son. I judged him, sentenced him, punished him, and had him executed so that I would never have to do that to you. The power of sin is destroyed. Righteousness now reigns in its place. I am totally focused on Christ in you. I concentrate daily on elevating the new man in you to the place of loving acceptance. My heart is fixed on the new true you in Jesus. I'm not double-minded about that. Practicing righteousness is what my beautiful Holy Spirit is coaching you in day by day. Knowing this, you will become like him in real life. It is our purpose and we love it. Certainly, undoubtedly, you shall be made in his likeness. It's a done deal in our hearts. You have our undivided attention in him. You are free. And we believe that you can and will live in him in total fullness with our enthusiastic help and support. We therefore give you absolute permission to consider yourself dead to sin and fully alive to God in Christ. Beloved, there are necessary, joyful and wonderful outcomes for you in believing the truth about yourself. Know this, we joyfully bind ourselves to the same implications. That means for us, it means I can only think of you in one way, 
I see you as my son. I placed you in Christ. He also lives in you by his own desire, delight, and purpose. I am is working on making you in the likeness of Jesus. Every day, in each circumstance, you are being trained to live from your new man, not the old. When you realize who you are in him and who he is for you, that oneness and unity breaks every power against you. When you think of the new, true, resurrected you in Christ, you must use a present future tense to mark the current place you hold in our affection and to connect you with the life that we are cultivating in you for the rest of your days. You have my permission to be fully alive in me. Come on this journey with me. Leave behind the places where you're stuck. Love the learning. Don't worry if it clashes with your tradition. Scripture says, you have heard it said, but now I say to you, was a familiar phrase used by my son in his ministry. It will become familiar to you also. So let's get started. I love that whole thing about present future. I love that question. Do you believe what I believe about you being in Christ now? That question is like being handed the key to a Narnian wardrobe and given an invitation to go and explore a new life where we believe what God believes about us, about our circumstances, and about our future. A place where you understand, not just by mental knowledge, but by actual experience, that you have His undivided attention and affection. That you're invited to share His absolute focus on developing your new life in Christ. An experience of Jesus so marvelous that you can live in wonder and astonishment about today and always feel hopeful about tomorrow because you know that He's already been to all of your tomorrows, that He knows your future and He's gone before you, that He has you covered for anything and everything that comes, that He remains the God of Deuteronomy 31.8, and which says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you, that's ahead of you, then he will be with you and he will not leave you nor forsake you. So no need to fear or be dismayed. 